0: This is the Giles Files. Ow! (laughs) That hurt. That was good. Everything Donald Trump and his boys are doing to this country just sucks the air out of the room. I'm stressed out. My stomach's churning. I can't sleep at night. (sighs) Now, on the positive side, the Giles Files met three public servants, past, present, and future, who are giving us a lot of hope. First, a trailblazing assemblyman, William Payne.
1: I believe that it's a God-given opportunity to serve people as a public servant, as an elected official, and that you
0: should use it that way. You should not use it to project yourself. Next, Richard Turner, mayor of Weehawken, New Jersey. So how's the pay? Is it like you, you're are you a millionaire from being mayor?
2: No, no, $8,000. <laughs>
0: Holy crap. $8,000. Really? uh,
2: Yeah, a year. It's, quotes a part-time job that's a
3: full-time job.
0: And finally, a young man running for office for the very first time, Mahmoud Mahmoud.
3: They're going to take a look and be like, wow, this guy, he dances hip-hop, he listens to Tupac Shakur, you know, he bumps Jay-Z in the radio, but at the end of the day he can also be articulate and eloquent at the same time, and he looks like me, he's young like me, um, and he thinks like me.
0: Assemblyman William Payne is a legend of the New Jersey political scene. He's a living testament to what hard work, determination, and a fierce commitment to education can do. Payne bucked the system and ran for office at a time when black folks didn't run and had no chance of being elected.
1: When I was uh, looking forward to voting, you know, I registered to vote at 21 years of age and I went up the street to the church on the corner where the polling place was and I, I registered, I voted. And then I looked around the room where we were, and I saw all these people busy working on election data. I said, how'd you get your job? They said, that guy, that guy whatever, Tony or whatever his name was. <laughs> the neighborhood I live in, it's at least a quarter of African American, maybe a third day, so the representation should be here too. Absolutely. So I went over to this Tony guy, and I said, uh, uh, why don't you have any African Americans here uh, working on the books? He said, I don't want any black
0: people in here. He said that to your face. Oh, yeah.
1: I got elected to my job, he said. I said, Oh, really? I went home, told my brother, who was too young to vote, Donald was only 19. I said, There's some guy up there by the name of Tony who says he do not want any black people working on there. I'm going to run against him. So Donald said, All right. And I said, well, You can be my campaign manager. <laughs> so I did. The next time I ran, I ran against this guy. And the big word went out because I was the first African American to ever. Run for district leader in the North Ward of the City of newark It was predominantly Italian. The word went out that some black kid is running against Tony. Get the get the heck out of here! You know, Tony will beat the kid. Yeah, come on, you know. So you know, I grew I like, up. You know, I like those voices, get the heck out of here! Jersey. Who's this kid running against Tony? <laughs> so so anyway, we had a nice campaign going on in our neighborhood there, and. The, uh, and of course, I beat Tony. The word, went, went, out, the word the went out. Tony, Tony was a district leader for thirty years. Some black kid beat him down. What the hell? What the, <laughs> <laughs> this this black kid beat Tony. My own. oh Jesus Christ! You know what the hell is <clears throat> you new? Know, so, uh, Can
0: I tell you how inspiring it is? Because we're at a point now where it seems like the, the biggest boost of energy we're getting politically is from young people. Uh, uh, and you're talking about your story and how you were inspired. Just being told to your face, no, I don't want any black kids. That made you go, well, forget this. Uh, yeah. Mahmoud Mahmoud is a first generation son of immigrants running for a congressional seat in New Jersey.
3: Whether I win or lose, it's just the beginning. I'm, I'm so invigorated with all of this energy that's happening across the country. And to that point, it's sad where young people don't get involved and don't know that the way you enact change is through politics, whether it be on the local level or the national level. And it seems that you know they gotta get Puff Daddy out to, to wear Rock the Vote shirts or Jay-Z to, to come out, and that's the only time that you know people are gonna vote. But you gotta, it's, it's, it's also a part of our system where we don't teach civics. In, in, in middle school or high school. Why not? You know, why don't, why do we teach Pythagorean theorems um, and 3.14 times, times whatever, but we don't teach somebody how to vote, um, who your, uh, your choices are, what it means to vote um, and, and why it's important. You know, and I think the, the system is designed that way to suppress people from voting.
2: I welcome everyone to this confirmation hearing on the nomination of Mr. Judge Chairman Judge Brett Kavanaugh Mr. Chairman to serve as Associate Justice Mr. Chairman, the I'd
0: Supreme like to be recognized Court, for a question before we proceed. Regular order, Mr.
3: Chairman.
0: Mr. Chairman, I'd like to be recognized to ask a question before we proceed. The committee received just last night, less than 15 hours ago,
1: 42,000
0: pages of documents that we have not had an opportunity to review or read or analyze.
2: You're out. Uh, you're out of order. I'll proceed.
0: We cannot possibly move forward, Mr. Chairman.
2: I extend a very warm welcome. We have not to been Judge given an opportunity. To have a
0: meeting. It was the month of September. That month I'll always remember. Yes, I will. Cause that was the month that jurisprudence died it died the fix was in before it started the GOP could care less and my brain's done departed and Trump's working overtime to bury the truth and And I I just just stared stared at at that tv TV and and I said we got to send republicans home They'll lie till they die and legislate like clones. If we don't vote them out, due process soon will be overthrown. It's our responsibility as citizens. Get your head into the midterm zone. Who's running? Where they stand? Take time to learn, don't be thrown. Get your head in the game. We can't let this election be blown. Both smart. smart. Richard Turner, mayor of Weehawken, New Jersey. There's a lot to learn from the mayor of my town. In his 28 years, he revived this town from near bankruptcy and mastered that delicate dance between residents, governmental agencies, and political parties. He's got a lot of balls in the air and the dude is a master juggler.
2: When you're mayor, you have to network with a lot of elected officials. You wanna help your community. Of course. It's not just what people may think has to be done. You have to reach out to other elected officials, from the governor, to the U.S. senators, to the congressional people, to your fellow mayors, to the county executive. And if you don't reach out to them and and participate in various events with them, you're not helping your community. Exactly, you know? which means
0: oftentimes reaching across the aisle to a different political party. How would you deal with a difficult politician or one that can have control over and ultimately, like somebody that you might not necessarily agree with politically but you've got to work with him to get the best well you know township. you know you know
2: what happens is what first do? of all we run nonpartisan we don't run as Republicans or Democrats for local office okay. now I you know I'm a Democrat and I support all our all the Democratic candidates um, and most of the time though you know you may disagree with a um, with anybody whether it's Republican or Democrat independent you may disagree with a particular policy but when it comes to nitty-gritty stuff, everybody's trying to work on the same problem. You know, Fiorello LaGuardia said there's no Republican or Democratic way to fill a pothole. Mm. Mayors fill potholes.
0: Know your damn history. Sing it with me. Know your damn history. One more time. Know your, know your damn, damn history. history. That's right, because we got some classical in there. Know your damn history. Ralph Bunch, the first black man to win the Nobel Peace Prize in 1950, was a bad motherfucker. Born in Detroit, Michigan, raised by his grandma, he was the valedictorian of his high school, graduated summa cum laude and Phi Beta Kappa from UCLA, got a master's and PhD in political science from Harvard, was the first black man to pull that off, by the way. He chaired the political science department at Howard University. And dig this, during World War II, Bunch was part of the Office of Strategic Services, the precursor of the CIA. Whew, whew, I'm out of breath. And he helped form the United Nations and was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom by no less than John F. Kennedy. Ralph took his Nobel Peace Prize money and bought a house in Queens, holla, my hometown, yo! And despite all his international street cred, was denied membership into the famed Westside Tennis Club in Forest Hills, until the national news coverage embarrassed them into an apology and an invitation to join, which Bunch rejected. Forget them! Ralph Bunch was a warrior and a peacemaker. Well done, my brotherly brother.
1: The teacher in kindergarten, first grades, taught us about little Black Sambo. This is the Black family, this is the Black Sambo, Black Mambo, Black Mumble, so-and-so, and so-and-so. And here's the other family, Dick and Jane and Spot, you know, little, beautiful tree-lined street. So all the kids would turn around and laugh at Bill Payne. When I walked home from school in Belleville, I was called Sambo. Hey, Sambo. Hey, Sambo. Hey, Black Sambo, etc. And that left a mark. I had heard nothing but negative things about black people. But I had an epiphany when I read, at my, as a young teenager, about Ralph Bunch, a black man like me, who went across the seas. You know, because Count Bernadotte was the one the United Nations had sent to Israel and try to bring about peace. He died. They looked around, as they often do, and so they looked past Ralph Bunch. Well, we need somebody who can negotiate peace. Finally, they said, I guess we'll send Ralph. And they sent Dr. Ralph Bunch, and he brought peace to the Middle East. He was the first uh, black to win the Nobel Peace Prize. You know, I tell people that I was baptized when I was around 12 or 13 years old, and it's supposed to be born again feel differently. I didn't feel any differently except wet and cold. <laughs> <laughs> what made me have an epiphany was when I read about this black man like me, and I said, if he could do it, so could I. I almost could physically feel this inferiority business drop from me, and I knew then that I would be, in, I would become involved in trying to bring about change. I knew at the t- as a teenager that here was my calling or whatever it was, but I felt something come over me. And that's where the Amistad came from, because I said nobody should ever be subjected to what I was subjected to by this teacher. I mean, it was sanctioned by the
0: the Board of Education, everything else. Black history is American history. And thanks to Assemblyman William Payne and Craig Stanley, the Amistad bill, which they co-sponsored, became law in 2002. The Amistad law requires schools in New Jersey to quote, infuse the history of African Americans into the social studies curriculum in order to provide an accurate, complete, and inclusive history," end quote. That law also established the Amistad Commission to make sure the teachers have the books and tools they need to get the job done right.
3: My mom is like right there, she's 66 years old, she's never voted in her life before, Uh, and she's gonna get registered for the first time only to vote for me. But you find so many people like my mother for example, who she's an immigrant, she came here in her upper 30s, and she comes from a dictatorship where you know, the, the president just got 99% of the vote. So it doesn't matter if you show up to the ballot box or not because the decision's already made for you. People who are dead are voting. And she needs to learn, you know, that your vote does matter. Because if not, you're gonna have a person who's saying, we're not gonna allow people of your religion to enter the country. We're gonna say that we're gonna separate children from families. We're gonna call uh, black athletes sons of bitches. You know, we're gonna say people from Africa are shithole countries. That's how important voting is.
1: so embedded in some some people's minds that I ain't going to vote. I ain't going to vote. Uh, I've heard people say that. They ain't going to listen to me. They don't listen. Well, of course not. If you don't vote, they're not going to listen to you. So there's something up here that we have to get to. That's why I want to start early. That's why I want to start in kindergarten. That's why I want to start there. That's why I want this just to know. listen. Yes, preach, girl. Girl. Please. Preach. <laughs> preach, girl. Preach, guy. <laughs>
0: i got to clean that up. Well, that's our show. Thanks to Assemblyman William Payne, Mayor Richard Turner, and Congressional candidate Mahmoud Mahmoud. And a special thanks to Anne Roseborough. For more information about New Jersey's Amistad educational project, visit www.nj.gov/education/amistad/about.htm. The Giles Files was created by Nancy Giles and Nancy Wyatt. Produced, directed, and edited by Nancy Wyatt, and recorded at our studios in Weehawken, New Jersey. Thanks also to Carmen Borgia. Make sure to vote on November 6th. And hey, we'll be back soon with another boffo episode of The Giles Files. Okay? Can I just tell you that when Weehawk and Day rolled around last year, the free hot dogs and hamburgers were outstanding. Amazing. We who could does not that? believe it. We can believe who does that It's great. Right. Or, or even you're you're limited to one hot dog. Yeah, exactly. Have as,
2: many hot dogs. as many as you wanted.
0: I went back and they were there was a little lull in the in the barbecue area. They toasted the bun for me. It was crazy.
1: And